Hello, 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 hello. Hi. I'm your host, Shannon Palmer. And I'm your host, Jabari. And welcome back to A Coffee in Your Cup. And we are here again with another edition of just being in love. Mm-hmm. Couples being in love. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like we said last week, uh, you know, it was Valentine's Day last week. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we wanted to talk about things that couples do. Mm-hmm. So we ran out of time and we thought that we'll come back and just hit on a couple of things that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that uh, we feel that stuck out to us was uh, why is it important to be intimate with your partner? Well, other than obvious reasons, you, you should know why it's important to be intimate. It shows that you're attracted to your partner. So that's one that shows that you're still interested and attracted to your partner. That's why you should be intimate, because with the lack of intimacy, it shows that either you're not attracted to your partner anymore. Um, and, you know, that that's a sign of you're not attracted to your partner anymore. It's simple. Wow, that is so true, you know, and people don't look like look at it like that, you know, after being married for 10 or 15 years, um, it kind of become more of just a duty because mm-hmm. uh, couples forget about intimacy. Mm-hmm. They forget about love. They forget about that one day they were head over heels in love with each other mm-hmm. and they had their let's talk about their sex life was good mm-hmm. that, uh, you know. That it was so, it was so excited to see each other. So after being married for so long, it's like, hmm, it's not like you're taking advantage of the person, but you kind of get used to it, mm. and you get used to being with the person. So mm. we thought, so it becomes routine and mundane, is what you're saying. Yes, it does. You know, you know, after being with someone, especially over five years, mm-hmm. even a couple of years, mm. you tend to. Uh, and you see the bad side of the person, mm-hmm. <laughs> the things you don't like, you know, mm-hmm. and so you sometimes can fill your head up with all these things or just get busy with working. And so as a, as a woman, what type of intimacy do you appreciate? Like wh- what's a form of intimacy that you think men don't do enough? of? You really want to know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really, really want to know? Well, I think you remember when we took that test that you gave me about what love is my languages. love language? Yeah. Okay. And I would I would advise all couples to take it. Do you remember what the, the website it was to take it? <clears throat> it's just the the four love languages. The four languages. If you go mm-hmm. on there, it will my husband sent it to me and it will you take a test. Mm-hmm. And when you take the test, it kind of tells you what your love language is. Mm-hmm. And mine was what, gifts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the love language was giving. Giving up gifts or gift receiving or something. Yeah, like that. gift receiving. And what was yours again? Yours quality was quality time. time. Yeah. So again, once we took that survey, I think that it kind of made me open up my eyes and you know, hey, something is kind of off in our relationship. And so uh, once we, I took that, I realized, you know, I do like gifts. Mm. I do like it. Sometimes we could be so caught up in taking care of the home, mm-hmm. cooking, cleaning, paying the bills that we forget that, you know, we do intimacy to me. One of them is, you know, gifts, giving me gifts on special occasions or just out of the blue, whether it's just flowers or something like that. And so you can get so numb to what, where you don't even, um, and, Thinking that you're being modest and mm-hmm. being a good woman and being a good 
mother and all those things that you may feel a little selfish when you think about, nah, he don't need to do that. Valentine's Day, nah, we don't need to do that. Christmas, baby, what you want? No, nah, don't worry about it. We, we, we got each other. But you know what? That's a part of intimacy for me. I, I, I had to really stop lying to myself and say, you know what? I need that. Mm-hmm. I need Now, when you say gift giving, does the gift have to be extravagant? Can it be mediocre? Can it be in the middle? What type of gift giving are you talking about? It don't have to. And you know what? It don't always have to be just a physical gift that you go out and buy. It can be hugging me and caressing me and talking to me without even having sex involved. Okay. Or, um, just laying in the bed and cuddling with me and you know things like that. You know but that's all. That's that's like laying in the bed and hugging is quality time. So as a woman, are you saying a hug is a gift? Giving a hug is a gift. I wouldn't. Okay. No, giving a hug is a gift. But I'm saying that you asked me at the beginning mm-hmm. what was intimacy to me. Yeah. Okay. So I that think, think that men don't give. Do yeah, gift giving is fine. It's fine. And then also. Just having that quality time without sex being involved. Okay. Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned about being with my husband and just, you know, in a relationship that mm-hmm. when you touch, when I touch my husband or we touch, mm-hmm. okay, and we're laying down, he already just know we're gonna have sex. We're gonna have sex. But a lot of times women just want to be heard, mm-hmm. want you to listen to them, they want to be caressed, they want to be hugged. Uh they want you to, you know, I like kisses on my neck and things like that. And sex may not even have to be involved. Okay. To 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 me, it makes me feel appreciated. And to me, it's quality time is, is, is any time spent in peace, meaning that there's no arguing, there's no nagging, there's no talking about the daily uh, trivial matters. Maybe it could be, you know, relaxing, watching a, a game, watching a movie reading a book, listening to music, just a time in peace is quality time. Any moment you have where it's not, you know, you turn your phone off, turn the electronics off, and you can relax and have that moment of peace. That's what quality time is. Not talking about this or talking about that. A lot of times women think that quality time is having those conversations, but sometimes men don't want to just have those conversations. And we don't consider that quality time having conversations about, well, what do you think we're going to be? What do you think that those are questions that you ask during a certain time? And mm-hmm. men is like, this is not quality time. So that's as far as everybody needs to find out what their love language is, mm-hmm. how they speak to each other, because that's important to understand. If, if like your partner is, she likes to receive gifts, right? That's that's her love language. And you can't just give gifts on Valentine's Day, Christmas, birthday, the normal little days. Sometimes you do have to go. And um, buy cards, chocolate, candy, all these things. This is what romance is pretty much called. It's called romance, giving mm-hmm. gifts in the in the in the sense of romance, all right. Not in the sense of you may want something or anything, just to do it to show your appreciation. And I think that's what gifts should be given for to show your appreciation. And you can give those anytime you want. You don't have to have somebody set a date in the calendar and say this is the day where you should show your appreciation. And um, as men, sometimes we just, you know, we're so caught up in our own thing that we forget that, you know, women appreciate that. thing. You don't have to be a baller. 
You know, every girl, we understand that everybody wants a baller. Even men want to want a ball, want to be a baller. <laughs> but what it is is you don't have to go buy a Lamborghini or a Mercedes Benz or diamonds or or all this other stuff. You can. It can be as simple as buying a card, flowers, chocolate. Um, just look around the house if y'all live together and see what she may be lacking. Maybe it could be as simple as buying somebody mm-hmm. some toothpaste. You know. Yeah. You know what? Because you know, the other day when you came in there and you said. That is, because, you know, I'm usually the one buying the toothpaste, buying this, you know, men. Uh, it's not that they would not do it, but, you know, we're so busy try- doing everything like that as, as far as buying stuff in the house. Like, when he came in the uh, bathroom and he said, I'm going to go get this, I'm going to go get that. I was looking at him like, what? Okay. You know, and, and just noticing that, it made me feel appreciated. And uh, so he's right. And I understand that is his love language because sometimes men don't want to hear about, you know, women. We tend to get emotional. We want to talk about things that worry us. And, you know, it is a time to talk about those things. But then when men are having that quality time, I know my husband, he just wants to watch that movie with me. He wants to cuddle with me. And if we talk, he wanted to be in the moment. You know, and listen, women, those moments and those times are not in the bedroom to have those conversations <laughs> at all. It's off the table. Those those moments are not. You can't have those discussions in the bedroom because what ends up happening most of the time is you end up in an argument. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't end up getting good sleep. So yeah. you wake up carrying that same argument from the night before mm-hmm. into the day moving forward. And you have to work the whole day. Your your whole thought process is on that argument you guys had. Yeah. And neither of you can focus on the job around other people until you straighten out your issues you had the night before. So that's why it's good not to have those conversations. And you know why? Because you're so tired. You know, somebody can say, well, I can have an argument with my wife or my husband and it don't bother me. Yes, it does. Because, you know, we are so tired. You know, we are as one. We're married. So... I know when we have those arguments and things happen, your whole day can be off because that's the closest person to you. And y'all supposed to be as one. OK, so, you know, you're right. When you're in that bedroom, that is the time. Unless you're in there talking and you decide that's the time to talk about it at that time. But when you're sharing, I'm not in your intimate time when you're having that time where you're coming together and uh, and you're coming together as mm-hmm. one to mm-hmm. have that intimate time, mm-hmm. you know. You should avoid certain subjects, like mm-hmm. subjects that would start an argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What's some other forms of intimacy? Because I know with men, you know, a lot of a lot of times when we say chivalry feels like it's dead, and and that may be a form of intimacy, like holding hands. Like, um, there's a there's a class that teaches men how to be gentlemen, and one of the things it teaches you is not just how to dine. But how to also treat a treat a woman with respect in a certain way. Like when you're walking on the street, um, the woman is supposed to walk on the inside away from the street. You're supposed to shield her from the street. Uh, a lot of men don't know that. Sometimes they just, you know, like I said, we be caught up in ourselves that we don't even take that into consideration. But she's always supposed to walk on the inside of you and you, you're supposed to hold hands and, and things as such. So those are forms of intimacy. Also, holding hands is very important. It shows that you guys are together. Um, and, and again, that touch, you know, you always have to have that touch present, you know, when you're in an intimate relationship with a partner and always holding hands is always good. Also opening doors, um, pulling out chairs, mm-hmm. all those things. You and know? you know what? And women, we love that because 
you know, when just like today we went to a restaurant and he just reached his hand, hand out to grab, grab my hand. And it's just little small things like that. And, it, you know, women, because believe it or not, a woman want to be protected. A man want to be respected. Mm-hmm. OK, so um, you just feel like you said, when you're walking and a woman is on the on the sidewalk further. No. On the inside. On the inside. You know how you're walking and there's a curve and then there's the street. Mm -hmm. So the man is all supposed to walk where the curve and the street is and the woman's supposed to walk on the inside. Because it's it's like protection. And uh, I think what it is, is a mentality that you take on to protect your family, to protect your wife. The man is the protector, not the owner, but the protector. Okay. A woman don't want to feel owned. She want to feel loved and protected. She want to feel like that her husband has her back and he has her best interest in heart because it is for a woman's heart is to please her husband. Okay. It's, it's just something it's natural. It comes from when we were young and we were, uh, when our parents gave us dolls to play with houseware from little girls, we're, we're taught to serve and to cook and it's not a place of where a woman belongs in the kitchen. It's just as you young ladies were taught, young men, they get toys that are uh you know, hardcore toys. They're taught to be tough, you know. And uh, I'm not talking about it going the wrong way. I'm just saying, you know, as young children, this is what we're taught. We're playing with dogs. We t- we're taught to carry our babies and all of those things. So uh, a woman, when she grows up, she she looks for protection in her father. And then she looks for a protection in her husband uh, to be protected. Um, a man looks for respect uh, from his wife. OK, he loves that makes him feel like everything is is, is, in, is in order when a man is respected. And sometimes those things get out of order when there's chaos in the house, right? Mm-hmm. And or, or if a person wasn't taught that. And that's another thing. We use the word intimacy, but let's make sure that we all have an understanding of what intimacy is. And we say the meaning of intimacy is close familiarity or friendship, a closeness. That's what intimacy is, is a closeness, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, the four types of intimacy are emotional intimacy, intellectual intimacy, exper- experiential intimacy, and spiritual intimacy, all right? So we know that, and this is besides sex, all right? Besides mm-hmm. just the physical intimacy, you have emotional, all right? And that involves authentic sharing of thoughts and feelings, all right? A lot of times, we as men, we don't we don't want to open up. We, you know, it's like the onion. You peel one layer, peel another layer. And women are also like that for the most part. They, everybody just isn't going to come out and spill out their whole guts to you when you first meet them. But as you grow in a relationship, you know, you should have enough understanding of each other's emotional intimacy, all right? Absolutely. I like that. I like that so much just to give the definition of it. I like what, what stood out to me is closeness. Mm-hmm. Uh a closeness coming together, uh, you know, friendship. Okay. Mm-hmm. We was talking about last week on the podcast. Uh, I don't even think me, you realize how close we are mm-hmm. because you have so many people and so many things going on and get in the way. And sometimes you have these different things going mm-hmm. on to where you don't even look at the fact that, wait a minute, me and Jabari are best friends because mm-hmm. we do everything together. We actually talk 
You know, mm-hmm. we actually share, we laugh. <laughs> you know, intimacy is laughing together when we watch movies and sometimes he act up and he's a clown and I'm a clown. And so we laugh together. All of these things, we have a lot of intimate moments together. And sometimes you don't appreciate those moments when you are uh, bickering, like my grandma used to say, or fussing or arguing mm-hmm. or you're in a disagreement. You tend to look, even, let's say if you have... I was watching this expert of love that say mm-hmm. if you have one disagreement or if one partner is disrespect the other partner and they mm-hmm. have a disagreement, um, you have to make it up five times. He said that. Why? Because you don't even it seemed like you don't even remember all the good times because at one time that you had that disagreement, it can outweigh the bad. And I'm gonna give you an example. You uh, you take it. I'm just bringing it down to lameness term. You know, like let's say uh, you go to a store and you have a bad experience. You're gonna tell everybody. But if you go to the store and have a good experience, you may or may not tell anybody. But you're gonna tell everybody if you have that bad experience. So sometimes the bad seems to outweigh the good. Okay, so you may have all this time together, spending all this time together. You're not gonna, you don't even sit down and look at the time you spend together because you're still bitter or resentful about that one time that you had that disagreement. And then you go to bed. Let's talk about that. Going to bed unhappy or in a disagreement. Going to bed like that. What do you think about that? Well, going to bed. What do you mean going to bed? With disagreement. With disagreement. Yeah, you can go to bed with with. Uh, yeah, that plays on your emotional intimacy mm-hmm. because if you, the emotion that you have at that moment is anger, and frustration, and other emotions along with that. So now the emotional closeness is a rift in the in the closeness of intimacy. Due to the emotions that flare up in arguments and disagreements, yeah, um, just like going to bed with them. When you go to bed yeah. and you uh, you go to bed with that, you wake up with that, you know, and it tends to linger on and on and on until mm-hmm. it breaks. And sometimes it can go on for days. It's people that I've heard they can know each other for three or four days mm-hmm. and uh, not, you know, and that's 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 not intimacy. That's the opposite of intimacy. That's almost like abuse. If I don't talk to you for two or three days and we don't talk and we're in the Mm -hmm. same house, you know, I'm withholding affection. I'm withholding love from you. So that's why it's so important that you have 24 hours to get rid of that thing Mm -hmm. and throw it away and and just say, honey, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Don't Mm -hmm. go to bed with that thing. It's the scripture that that I'm reminded of. It says, be angry, but sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Basically saying, hey, when we get in this bed, we need to throw all that away. Mm -hmm. We don't need to wake up with this. Mm -hmm. And another form of intimacy is intellectual intimacy. It's very simple, right? That means you can communicate your beliefs and viewpoints without worrying about those potential conflicts or those disagreements because the person respects your intellectual, your, your thinking process or your mind, just like you may respect the other person's mind, right? So that's what intellectually intimacy is, right? You know, some women are so attracted by the smart guy or, or geniuses or these things as such, you know, a woman can be aroused by your intellectual prowess. Um, that's very, that's another way a woman can get, you can have intimacy without sex, also without the physical contact of sex is if you can communicate your beliefs and viewpoints with your partner, right? Um, another one is experiential. 
intimacy. That means that you have shared experiences that let you have those inside jokes or those private memories that you can share when you go to certain places. You may have your own private from the experiences of your closeness and your friendship that you have that maybe other people may not have. Uh, me and my wife just came from the Virgin Islands. It, it was an intimate experience for us. You know what I'm saying? Um, some of the beaches are known for their intimate experiences mm -hmm. because the beach, some of the beaches are just for couples, mm -hmm. right? They're, yeah. they're, close, they're really we, just for couples. We had a good time yeah. in that water, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a good, oh, I can't wait to go to some other island, <laughs> go back to island. But yeah, it was some of those areas was just dedicated for intimacy. Mm -hmm. And the last one is is spiritual, spiritual. intimacy. All right, you want to you want to make sure that the person that you're with you you have the same kind of spiritual path, same kind of spiritual mm -hmm. morals that you're both growing. All right, um, uh, religious practices are necessary for spiritual intimacy. All right, it's just that you both have good morals. Now, if you share the same religious faith, that that's fine. That brings it makes it stronger. But make sure that you have the same spiritual understanding of what good and evil is. Yeah. And what you're trying to be in life, and if you're trying to, uh, you know, be good fruits. I haven't seen a bad tree bear good fruits. Now have I seen a good tree bear good. bad fruits? So and you know, that's right. So that's right. Spiritual intimacy. So you had. Let me go back. You said uh, spiritual, spiritual, experiential. That's mm -hmm. like experiences, intimacy, mm -hmm. spiritual. Then there's uh, in intellectual and emotional. That's right. All of that. And do you not and know then that? physical, of course. Physical. And do you not know that as couples, mm -hmm. as couples, we need that to come together to survive in a mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if my husband is not meeting my emotional needs, you know, I talk to clients. We do. We work with a lot of clients, Arise mm -hmm. Counseling Center, mm -hmm. all over. Uh, most of our clients are in Texas. But one of the things we were touching on a couple of days ago is... Uh, uh, a lot of times when there's conflict in the home with couples mm -hmm. and families in general, children mm -hmm. too, someone emotional needs is not being met mm -hmm. because the important part of a family is to meet those areas that mm -hmm. you just named, those mm -hmm. of intimacy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's important that we meet each other needs. Mm -hmm. And when your daughter or your son mm -hmm. or my husband is not getting those needs met. Guess what? That's why children, when they go to school, they're not functioning. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. You have to be able to learn that. You have to have that foundation from home before you even go to school. What it look like if a child went to school and just only learned but didn't know how to get along mm -hmm. with the other children. And that's why we deal with a lot of checks and balances. Mm -hmm. And we believe that like if, if any of these things, right, are out of balance, they may affect the other. So let's say that you don't respect your partner's mind. That may affect your emotional. If you don't, if you're not an intellectually intimate, that may affect your emotional intimacy with your partner. All right. Mm -hmm. If you haven't had any experiences with your partner, that may affect um, your spiritual intimacy. All right. Or your physical intimacy. So you want to keep all those things in balance. All right. So that, you know, if all of those things are in balance, you're emotionally intimate, you're intellectually intimate, you're expert. You got physically, these experiences, you're yeah. physically intimate, you're mm -hmm. spiritually intimate, then there shouldn't be that many problems that you can't overcome. It's when those things, when you have problems in two or three or four of those areas, that it makes it seem impossible to overcome. That's right. So, again, we as a family, we have to be 
intimate and mm-hmm. we have to meet those needs, those mm-hmm. emotional needs. Mm-hmm. We have to come together and meet those needs to be a balanced family. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what happened even, you know, like I said, with children. Mm-hmm. It's so important that we have that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we become intimate, then we, we begin to understand what each other don't like, mm-hmm. what they like things that we can do to make each other happy. You have to invest into that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a foundation for a solid a solid uh, relationship, a solid friendship. Um, because again, as long as you're intimate in those areas that we listed and that we kind of talk, touched on today, um, everything should be, the physical part will come. Mm-hmm. All right, the physical intimacy will come mm-hmm. as long as those other areas are being met. With women especially, because men, Sometimes we don't we don't care about that all them other intimate parts. We just want the physical part. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. we don't care about the emotional, the intellectual, the the experiences. Maybe the experiences, but the spiritual. All we want is the physical intimacy. Yeah. And as as you grow as a man, you start to understand the other forms of intimacy, and you start to get more attracted to those parts of intimacy. All right. When I was searching for a wife, I wanted my wife to be intellectual. I wanted her to be emotional, but have her emotions under control. I wanted to have experiences with her. I wanted her to be spiritual. So I knew that the physical part would come naturally. All right. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's the same way with with women, you know. Let's talk about this, you know, before in these last five minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that we touched on before. Cause you said something about, yeah, the other parts will come, you know, and that's true. Once all those other needs are being met, the physical part will come, but let's talk about some things that, you know, as a couple that even though we might be doing some of these things, but we tend to get so used to each other that we, like we were talking about kissing and Mm -hmm. things like that. You you have to, sometimes you, even though you might be doing some of these things, you may can be so used to your partner when you go to bed, y'all just go right into the sexual intimacy. Yeah. Uh, but there is no touching. There is no kissing. There haven't been what we would consider as foreplay mm-hmm. or something like that. I hope I'm saying it right. Now. <laughs> where there's a, where you are being intimate. A build before. up. To, build up, you know, the, 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 yeah. and you just get right to it. And, and, you know, men, like you said, that's not, that's no problem with men. But with women, we have to have that strong bond. Okay, we have to have to to feel we have you know kissing is so important. And I know we as couples we probably say, oh, he don't do this and he don't do that. And See, but what happens it. with physical intimacy <laughs> is th- those are the buildups towards the physical intimacy. It always happens when there's something not being met in the other intimate areas, whether it's intellectually emotionally, spiritually, then yeah, the physical most the physical intimacy takes the hit the most. That's where it's see you can see the physical intimacy, all right. The other areas you, you can't, can't see, see as much. But sometimes so, but physical you can see, oh we're not kissing, we're not having not doing not, you know, you can see those things because maybe the other areas of intimacy aren't being met. But sometimes you have to, like we had to do, you have to make yourself do some physical mm-hmm. things that you are not doing. Because you get so used to that person. But I do understand that naturally when all those things are happening, uh, it tends to make that part easier. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you have to make it necessary to do it. OK, because it is a part of intimacy. 
Kissing is a part of intimacy. Touching is a part of intimacy. Holding hands and all of those things. So those are part of physical intimacy. That's right. So you want to always like, and what is intimacy? It's a closeness. Mm -hmm. So if you're not kissing, you're not holding hands, you're not touching, you're not hugging, you're not doing these things, then how do you know that you're you're being intimate without the physical? If you can see it, you can feel it. The physical intimacy is the other areas where you have to kind of do the work. Mm-hmm. And then it would help. It would benefit the physical part. All right. Well, we kind of got we we yeah. summed that up pretty good. I think it went well. Next week, uh, you know, we're going to talk about things that couples can do together, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to become closer. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to a coffee in your cup. Mm-hmm. If uh, you want information on how to get in contact with us. Uh, we do have our website here. It's arisecounselingcenter.org, uh, and it is located in the podcast. Uh, again, that's arisecounselingcenter.org. Uh, it has all the information on there, and we look forward to answering your questions. You can email us as well at arisecenter3 at gmail.com. That's A-R-I-S-E-C-E-N-T-E-R, the number three at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And thank you for tuning in to A Coffee in Your Cup. Go out and love somebody. All right.